Do you know why paid and organic visitors are leaving your website or landing page without opting in? I'm gonna cover the three most common mistakes that I've seen in lead gen funnels after developing tens of thousands of leads for different businesses and helping Fortune 500 companies restructure their online acquisition funnels. So let's get into this. Welcome to Conversion Marketing Radio, uncovering the secrets of how to convert your dream clients into paying customers. If you're here to learn about maximizing conversions for your business without wasting money on vanity results, consider subscribing to this podcast. And now, here's your host, Ben Wilson. <laughs> welcome back to Conversion Marketing Radio, guys. I'm your host, Ben L. Wilson, and welcome back. Seriously, I'm so excited that you're here. So one of the things that I've seen and been looking at for quite some time is lots of different acquisition funnels for leads. Like how do you actually generate high quality leads that are good for your business and not just cash grabbers that are wanting refunds or just people who aren't gonna show up for appointments? How do you actually develop the quality leads that you would want from an organic type of customer? But how do you generate this on demand? That's been a question that's been in my mind for so long. Like how do you actually change behavior and how do you translate that online? So what does it look like? Um, after doing five years or more, on actual lead gen and doing it for businesses across the board, whether they're small companies or even up to Fortune 500 companies, I've generated thousands of leads. In fact, tens of thousands of leads in my lifetime. Well, well overvalued of $10 million of these types of quality leads. There's probably more than that. And it's in different industries. There's dental, accounting, healthcare, insurance, real estate, and just literally it's so many more. And I've spent those years learning about the actual points of conversion. Hence the name of the podcast, because I wanted to know what actually works when you're talking about conversion. How deep does it go? I'm talking about times you're converted to either religion or political campaigns or whatever's happening up in your mind. What actually causes a person to make a decision? And then how does that look inside of marketing? How do they make a decision for your business or your offer, your landing page over someone else's? How do they decide to designate their time or their money to go to you versus your competitor or just not spend it at all? And this is the stuff that's been literally just getting me up and, and going every single day because I want to know what actually causes this change to happen. It's a change in behavior, essentially. And what you're doing is you're incentivizing a person to change their behavior. But there's three, mo uh, three main things that happen specifically in a lead gen funnel on landing pages that doesn't happen too often. In fact, there's a hundreds of problems that I'm seeing, but I wanted to break it down to the three most common ones that I'm seeing time and time again. So the first one is that you're too vague. These landing pages are, they're, they're general or they're too broad and there's not enough detail as to understand who the audience is for, what the offer is, or even things like, is the copy matching the audience type? A lot of these problems are caused by a lack of understanding of who the audience is. If there was a specific audience member that you were looking for, in fact, it's better to pick one person than even to pick a type of person. I like to actually designate all of my marketing around a specific individual and then relate the problems that that individual is having to other people who may be having similar issues. But I'm really speaking to one person who has similar problems to those of my market. This is a way that I use uh, myself and have been doing it for years. I remember this with Steven Larson. We were doing this uh, seven years ago, maybe six years ago, something around there. Uh, we were in marketing class, or we, or we, we were skipping marketing class, uh, so that we could actually go do online acquisition. Like it was, it was crazy. We were building funnels, but we didn't know that they were called funnels. We were generating leads, but we didn't understand exactly the concept behind it. Um, 
but what we knew was a couple a couple things that I'm I'm extremely grateful for learning. We picked a very single person to designate all of our marketing around, and this is how we came up with our target audience. From that, we could then the we could solve the problem of it being too vague. So the landing pages could talk to a specific individual. We're just not calling that individual by name. But we are asserting to the traits that this person has, the specific problems that this person has, and what the hopeful solutions or ideal solution may look like in their mind. What are the false beliefs that they specifically have? And how are we addressing that in our copy? But we have to be very specific. If you think that what your product is doing could solve problems for multiple different audiences, you need to break it up and, be, and make it uh, very specific to each type of landing page. Just copy and paste and restructure it again. Re-download your copy and uh, reformat it in a way that's gonna make sense specifically to the audience member that you're targeting. The second problem that I've seen is uh, it's linked to the lack of connection with the audience. This is actually the offer. So the offer is key because it's unique. How is your offer unique to you? And how is it, how is it unique in a way that's gonna solve the whole problem? I'm not talking about one problem. An offer is a series of solutions that you're giving to someone, and it's designated in a way that solves three specific points. You're talking about the external problem, the internal problem, and uh, depending on which way you're looking at it, it could be a philosophical problem or just the vehicle, as in the question that a person may have um, of what's preventing them from going from, from point A to point B, and like you are taking them in the vehicle, so what may they be questioning in that point? Is it your authority? Is it the credibility? Is it just the lack of belief that may happen and, and helping a person overcome that? But your offer has to be specific to the problem. And if you don't have your problems figured out, you most likely don't know your audience. And so uh, problem number two is always linked to no problem number one. It's becoming very specific, very targeted, and making sure that the offer is so compelling that it helps a person to understand that they should change their behavior. So what kind of offers are compelling? It's it's the things that come with hooks. There's an incentive to move forward, but oftentimes that incentive doesn't exist and, and businesses are afraid to give more than what they think that perceived value is. Notice I said perceived value. Not all the time are companies charging for certain things, but the value behind it that if a company or a person were to go to the company or consultant or, or whoever and, and ask to pay for that type of solution, it's gonna cost tens of thousands of dollars, if not more, because a company can't can't create a solution for one person, but they can create an offer and offer all the different things inside of it. If you look at all the, the experts that are coming out on different series and they're creating these amazing offers where you're thinking it's too good to be true, it's not that it's too, too good to be true, it's that it's a different, it's a pattern interrupt and you're not used to these offers happening. But typically by not structuring your offer in a way that makes sense to the audience member and helps them to see that you're gonna solve the whole problem and not just one of the problems, you've got a good offer. But this is where, that's what it matters. And then number three, the problem that I'm really seeing is a broken structure. So oftentimes we're missing conversion points on a, on a landing page or they're simply out of order. Yeah, I said that, out of order. If you don't have the right order of what the conversion points are, you're gonna miss out on a lot of opportunity for that success to happen because your structure is actually broken. The way that a person has their, con or, or goes through a conversion process, if you think about how you've ever adopted a new belief, whether it's something that you've you've learned uh, later in life or you've just learned from an early 
age. It was, it was the little baby steps that happened, but really there are certain triggers in your mind that are, are going off and are causing you to believe certain things like a belief window. There's a guy named Hiram Smith who believed this, who was part of the Stephen Covey group. And he taught about a belief window. The belief window was essentially things that you grow up believing that may not be true because you've only experienced it in a, in a certain way. So therefore your viewpoint is different than your audience members or someone else's viewpoint. It could be your spouse. It could be anyone else, but that's because of your belief. Now, the conversion process looks like that, but you're, what you're doing is you're opening up their belief window. You're not allowing it like a Swiss cheese to, to, to have certain points and they're missing out the whole picture. You're helping them to develop what actually works. Now, I'm not going to go into exactly what every conversion point is, but it's the broken structure that's really causing these issues to happen. And what's happening is in your, in your visitor's mind, they're not consciously thinking of this. They're subconsciously going through and, um, it's not hitting, the solutions aren't hitting or the pain points aren't being targeted or they don't feel that the message is hit on for them in the right order. If you don't have a good hook in your headline, they're not going to read the subheadline. They're not going to read any of the pain points that you've got listed there. They probably won't watch your video and they're not going to really scroll because what they don't know uh, is what you really have for them because they also don't think that it's for them. So the broken structure is, is not just what's happening on the landing page, but also just what's happening after the landing page. You can't convert a person on one page. You get them to give you an answer or a response by clicking. That's how the conversation happens. You're talking to them and they respond by clicking or scrolling on your page. And then the conversation's back to you. And this is how that whole funnel needs to be structured. It's back and forth and, and continually giving them a reason to move forward in the conversation and the relationship, but you're doing it automatically. So that way you can do it online 24 seven and you can build up relationships with your prospects. Um, now, I'd love to go into all this on this podcast, but instead what I've done is I've been getting lots of questions. I've done lots of consulting gigs on this, and um, I'm running out of time of, of how many businesses I can do this with. So what I've done is I've actually got a link that I'll put down below for a, an upcoming course. Now, I wanted to do something that was uh, available to a, a larger audience. So I'm not gonna charge the standard rate, and I'm not gonna charge what I charge hourly either. But I can create an offer that's, that's gonna solve your problem on how to generate leads for your business. This is something that any person would be able to do. And I wanna make sure that it's, it's understood on every single level. Now I've been doing this for years and there's a, there's, a, there's a problem that typically happens when you've been learning for so long. You forget what you've learned because it's just built into the base of your knowledge. What I wanted to do was to have, uh, if you're interested in this, go through and fill out just a brief questionnaire and you can leave questions that you're dying to learn or just that you want to know on how to take your lead gen system to the next level. I've got that link in there down below. It's gonna be on conversionmarketingradio.com and um, I look forward to hearing from you guys. If you're interested in the course or you want to learn more about it, go ahead and click that link because I've got some amazing stuff that's going to be coming out and I've got some uh, awesome bonuses as well to ensure the success of your lead gen system. That will be coming out with us soon, but I want to make sure I've got everything in there. I, everything in there and not miss a single beat. Anyways, guys, thanks for listening in today. I appreciate your time. And as always, keep on converting. Hopefully this helps. If it did, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. I look forward to it next time. Bye. Hey guys, thanks for listening in. It really means a lot to me. 
If you found today's episode useful for your mindset, your business, your career, or just your personal life, I'd love it if you shared it with someone else who you thought could greatly benefit from the message. It'd mean a lot to me, and hopefully it'd mean a lot to them too. 